Hi everyone, this is 5E Radio, led by Sam Willits and Jay Kramer, and today we are joined by Miss Carrie Colonay and... Hi Jay, hi, hi Sam, Carrie. so good to be here with you guys. Yeah, and if you could yeah. give us just a short introduction about who you are and how you ended up where you are now. Oh my gosh, okay, well... Obviously, my name is Carrie Cullinane, and I was in the first practitioner class at the school. And prior to that, I was a nurse um, and a yoga instructor. And I also practiced something called mind abdominal massage and spiritual healing. And um, did you say, how did I get here? <laughs> like, to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> how far back should I go? <laughs> what, what kind of. Hmm. What I, inspired you? to become an acupuncturist in the first place? Oh gosh, um, so while I was studying mind abdominal massage, I read a book called Plant Spirit Medicine by Elliot Cohen, and he had been a student of JR's, and it, it really sparked something in me, you know when you get those little like, or big kind of pings, mm -hmm. of like something's important here, mm -hmm. and I felt that, and I, um, I didn't pursue it at the time, and then, I, about two years later, I was actually set to go to nurse practitioner school mm. to do midwifery and women's health care. And then I thought, I'm going to expand into that, you know, doing some of my own things that I've learned over the years and, and other things. Um, but acupuncture had always really drawn me um, in. I've had my own experiences with it. and But something about TCM just... I don't know, it just wasn't completely resonating with me. It wasn't inspiring sure. me enough to actually apply to the school, like the, the school Southwest Acupuncture that was here in Boulder. Mm -hmm. But when I read that, it just like landed somewhere in me, mm -hmm. important. And then um, I was literally two and a half months away from starting my nurse practitioner training. And I was talking to a good friend of mine about, you know, I'm really getting unsure if I want to do this, and I don't know if this is really my path. Like, I could see it all so clearly. Mm. It didn't feel like the wrong path, but it didn't feel like the, the ultimate right path, mm. if that makes sense. And I was talking about acupuncture, and you know, I studied some functional medicine, and maybe doing naturopathy, and telling him my dilemma, and he said, well, you know, there is a five-element acupuncture school mm. here and I hadn't mentioned Five Element. He just said, there's a different school here, right here in Boulder County. And I was like, what? What are you talking I was so excited. I literally was like, I need to get off the phone right now. <laughs> and we hung up. I got online, found it, called the school, like, all on the same day. Wow. And, um, and this is how things tend to happen for me for some reason. And um, I remember talking to Claudia, who was the student, I think her title was student registrar or something like that. Yeah. And she said, oh, we're starting this practitioner track for healthcare providers in January. And I think it was like the very beginning of November. And she said, are you interested? I'm like, yes, yes, sign me up. Mm. So we started the whole process. And, you know, and then I was in. And it just felt so right. It was so right. I didn't even, I didn't even know what I was getting myself into. It just, it's that sort of really following when you know something is really calling to you. Yeah. Even though I didn't understand it all. Mm. And I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Um, how long at this point have you been practicing? So I've been practicing seven years. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And how was your experience in the practitioner track program, especially since it was yeah. kind of just getting off the ground in a way? You were the first. Yes. <laughs> so. It was. It was so fun. And I learned so much, and I've never had any kind of um, experience as a student like I did there. I felt very supported individually. Um, I loved the medicine so much. It kept me coming back again and again. Um, when there were days when I wanted to quit, because I was also working quite a bit, um, and just you know all the other parts of life that were juggling. Um, and... It was also, there were there were bumpy parts too because we were, all of us, including the administration, were navigating, you know, this new program for them that they really hadn't done before. So there were some bumpy bits, but we all, I felt like we worked together and talked about things and um, 
and we're able to, you know, smooth it out and, and get what we needed. And I'm sure, and I know that it's evolved over time, and I'm sure they learned from us in subsequent classes of, you know, what might be needed differently. So, yeah. How many people were in your class? So we had six, and we were really, we had so much fun. I, I have to say, I mean, yeah. we just laughed so much. And I think we, we had a shared understanding background-wise because we were all in our <coughs> 40s, and we were all in a kind of a similar place mm. in life, and we had our other um, backgrounds in Western medicine mm. that, um, that we were able to share. And uh, I, I'll, like, always treasure that time because mm -hmm. even with the difficult bits which there are in everything that's worthwhile mm -hmm. there are difficult parts um i just have such a sweet spot for it in mm -hmm. my heart i really i loved it and i'm still friends with you know some of the people from the class i'm still really close to mm -hmm. yeah how much do you feel throughout the course of that program mm -hmm. that you changed personally mm. Question. Um, gosh, I mean a lot, and it's it's always hard to say like what was the mixture, in the in you know for the transformations that happened mm -hmm. for myself. There was definitely the people that I met, everything from my classmates and the teachers, the medicine itself that I was um, experiencing individually, regularly, and then also my you know learning to practice it. Um, to think you know other aspects of my life but I feel like it was it was a huge growth time mm -hmm. for me you know, um, I definitely I would say an acceptance of myself is probably a big thing that happened for me of just really relaxing more into like this is who I am this is how I'm designed and there's variation and possibility in all of that not to say that that's a rigid fixed thing, sure. but just something like relaxed more in me mm -hmm. around that, like another layer. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Seems like this yeah. school and this program tends to do that, and I don't know yeah. what it is about that, but I, I feel the same. You do? Way. Yeah, oh, definitely. Okay. Just It's almost like in order to get through the program, you have to sink into who you are yeah. and how you do things in your way, your Tao. Mm -hmm. and, and, um, Acceptance is a great word. I agree, Sam, and I think, you know, if I'm sitting with a client and I want them to have that for themselves mm -hmm. so that they can be at peace and in harmony and know how that works for them and what they need, I have to know how to do that myself. Mm -hmm. When I'm out of harmony, when I'm out of balance, how to help myself do that and to accept myself and, and again that sense of you know like self-love I definitely came to a whole other level of that mm -hmm. if I want to be able to do that um, you know I really want to be able to model that and have that coming from my my energetic nature mm -hmm. um, and that was a big piece for me is probably the medicine getting treatment all the time was really great yeah, yeah. you were a nurse before you started school yes how long were you a nurse for? Okay, before I'm doing some math. Let's see. <laughs> um, I was so before I started, like twenty was twenty years ago. About that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I know, and I started into nursing thinking I literally was like, I'm just gonna do this for five years. Hmm. So went into nursing right after my Saturn return, mm. and I thought, um, or right in my Saturn return. And it was right for me at the time. I was already considering acupuncture at that point, but I had those dreaded student loans and I did not want to pile up and collect more of those. I was like, I need something um, that I, is just practical and I can have an income and then I can use this as like kind of a launching pad. Um, so I chose nursing and it happened the same way. I literally was on a waiting list for the program and they called me on a Friday to start on a Monday. They were like, do you think you could? <laughs> and I was like, sure, you know. <laughs> Why not wanna. change it all like, right this now? This is just how it happens when it's right. Yeah. And like, don't hesitate, just go. Yeah. Um, so I was, I did it longer than I thought. But during that time, I was doing other things and doing a lot of learning. Mm -hmm. And prior to that, I had studied um, neurolinguistic programming and um, electronic hypnosis. 
teacher I'd had for five years. He was a psychotherapist. And I'd started my degree in counseling, but had stopped for personal reasons and thought I was going to go back. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my roads mm -hmm. don't tend to be straight. They're like, let's wander over here. Yeah. Wander over there. So you've always yeah. been interested in the realm of working with other people and caretaking other people. Mm -hmm. I, I have. I didn't, I think I went into it a little, a little bit of a resistance, kind of, because I had been dancing professionally. Really? Yeah. Oh. I had done that um, until I was 26. What kind of dance? Modern. Mm -hmm. In Chicago. And I, I really loved it. And I, I was just, you know when you get that sense of like, you're supposed to be doing something else? Have you guys had that? Or like, you know there's something, that, but you don't know what. Yeah, I see you nodding, so like, yeah. yeah. I, and I just knew that, like for a couple of years, and I kept pushing it away, and, but I knew it was something more directly, um, working with people. Mm -hmm. I thought, I mean, I even considered being a lawyer and working with like underprivileged or um, things along that nature. There were a bunch of things I was looking at. Yeah. I just didn't know, mm -hmm. and I didn't kind of, because I loved it so much. Mm -hmm. But I kept like, sometimes life just like pushes you a certain, and if you pay attention, mm -hmm. you know, and I, and I did, and that's how I ended up. This may be kind of an esoteric question. Okay. Oh, <laughs> we love that. <laughs> how do you feel you were influenced from the art of dancing to carry that into the art mm -hmm. of acupuncture? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I don't think I would have known back then. I wouldn't have been able to answer that. Yeah. Probably, you know, 20, maybe even 15 years ago. Now I would say, um, when you're dancing and you just, you're really in the moment mm -hmm. and you're truly connected to the music and the, the movement and the intention with the dance um, and you're out of your head, and you know, in my body and, and in my feeling body and all that, then that is when, you know, all the alchemy happens. Mm -hmm. And I would say that's also true um, as a practitioner, right, mm -hmm. is sort of how present can I be and how much can I be there with, you know, my intent being that I'm, I'm here and I'm listening to hear rather than listening to speak. And does that make sense? Like, and same thing with dancing. Like, I'm dancing to do something rather than, I'm, I like the music is dancing me, the story is dancing me, and I'm just completely, you know, connected to it. Yeah, there's a wholeness the that can be felt. Mm -hmm. A wholeness, a presence, definitely. Mm -hmm. I'd say that that's how I would compare it. Yeah. What do you mean by listening to hear versus listening to speak? Mm. I feel like when I'm listening to speak, <laughs> I'm, I'm like in my head partially, yeah. right? Sort of like, and of course I do it. I think we all do it a lot. And I, I'm always trying to remind myself like, you know, be present. Don't be thinking ahead or in the past or, you know, what, um, what do I want to say? Trying to orchestrate something, so to speak just be there and then so I can truly hear somebody um, and that can be not just hearing but right hearing through all your senses and we're mm -hmm. thinking about five element and CSOE just opening all your senses too and I'm not really doing a great job of that when I'm hearing to speak because I'm in my mind mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure things out and yeah. right? I mean it's such a, a natural human thing to do so we have to unlearn it and catch mm -hmm. ourselves a lot and and give ourselves grace that when we're doing it, we're like, okay, let's just drop out of that and find our ways to switch out of it and catch mm -hmm. ourselves. So that was how dancing influences your practice. And I'm also curious how nursing has influenced your practice as an acupuncturist. Yeah, probably in a lot of ways because I have a lot of uh, background with being with people in a very intimate way when they're very, feeling maybe very vulnerable. Um, and I find that like the, the richest thing in life, honestly, is to have that kind of connection with people. Um, whether it is my clients, my friends, 
um, a stranger that happens. I mean, I don't think there's anything better than that. <laughs> it's amazing, that kind of connection. Yes. So having some of that, bringing some of that forward, um, and um, gosh, I'm trying to think of other... I mean, definitely, of course, there's the whole knowledge base that I bring from the Western perspective that's helpful. So I can, like, have those little, like, when my alarm bell goes off or, you know, I know about a lot of different systems and, and symptoms that can happen. So I can kind of say, hmm, maybe you need to go see this particular practitioner or so forth. I think that's been, you know, really helpful from that perspective. And also people who come in and they're really that's what they trust is western medicine and that they're you know quote trying this because somebody uh -huh. said and they're you, know, you can already see they're skeptical they're it's like, a nice door for them mm -hmm. and it is sort of like if i kind of lead with that and I'll, I'll even tell them some you know a story or two of how i bridged the two mm -hmm. and just to help them um, with that so um you know, try, there's probably more that's how it's coming mm -hmm. in mind okay. the moment. yeah do you find yourself changing your languaging with those people who come in with the more Western medicine? Definitely. But I'll change my language with, with people in general because, mm -hmm. you know, you're different. We're all different with different people. If somebody is talking to me in a certain way and that's where they want to land, then I'm, I'll meet them there. And But I will, like, maybe after meeting for a bit, and I feel like we have some good rapport, let's see, can we go... Can we kind of stretch a little? Can we go anywhere else from there? I mean, there's times that people have taken me there, my clients. Not, and it's not always the other way around. And I find that like, so wonderful about the whole relationship between myself and my, my clients. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it really does change. What do you feel like has shifted maybe the most significantly for you from when you started practicing as an acupuncture and where you are now. Mm. What has either grown deeper or what has become new? That's a really good question. Um, well, there's something, you know, just like anything, after you do it for a while, you, you, you do start to feel more confident. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I try to remind myself, and I know I forget, <laughs> is don't, like, let the confidence become... Um, you know, fixed in a way, like, that I'm forgetting to, you know, really be aware. Um, because sometimes, you know, I've got clients now that I've seen in, like, eight, nine years, because I've been seeing them since I was a student in the clinic. Mm. And it's easy to forget to see them with fresh eyes. Um, so I have to remind myself of that. But I'm better at it. I think the confidence and simplicity because I know one of my struggles has always been like I want to give you so much like I want to give you everything <laughs> let me give you, give you 20 points which of course I know we can't but you know that kind of like I just want to like here's this orgasport you yeah. know like here you go yeah um and obviously that's not <laughs> the mm -hmm. best way to approach things so I've had to learn to like be more discerning and like discriminating and pull that desire back so that I can I can help the person with what is most needed for them in that moment. So I, I would say simplicity mm -hmm. um, in that way. What are some of your mental cues that you give yourself when you're noticing that you're feeling overly confident or complacent and not fully present with somebody that you've been treating for a really long time? I take out my little pointer finger and I'm like, you <laughs> wake up, <laughs> you know, pay attention. I mean, I do kind of have this little, like, a feeling of, like, a jolt um, or sternness in myself. Like, okay, you know, get present kind mm. of thing. Um, so there's some internal dialogue. Um, if I'm struggling, I literally might get up and move or even step out of the room. I don't often have to do that on occasion. If I need to step out and just like move my body more to like 
get myself where I need to be. That's not common, but sometimes it, it happens if I'm feeling really groggy mm-hmm. and I'm struggling to be present. It happens mm-hmm. for all of us, you know, mm-hmm. or something challenging with the client. Um, mm-hmm. But mostly it's more like just noticing in my body and, you know, that I'm drifting and I'm not present. And I'm just telling mm-hmm. myself, like, get here. Yeah. Like now, <laughs> be it's present. A good skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is fun, you guys. You're so easy to talk to. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Great. Um, okay. We are earlier in our track of learning this medicine, yeah. but we're always students, and I find I'm always seeing new things in nature that I'm like, oh my gosh, I, ju- I understand fire in a new way now, or whatever it is, and I'm wondering what has been jumping out at you recently in your, your relationship with nature or the medicine. Mm, okay. Like, yeah, I feel like nature is always new. And, you know, recently it's been older. Um, and that's been a hard one for me, and I always, I'm always reframing that so I don't make it into like this is, this is what it is. Um, but I, I've struggled with it. Maybe you know I have some sinus stuff and allergies and on a physical level sometimes that just gets in the way. Mm. But with all the rain we've had. I feel like I can smell more. Mm-hmm. Like the odors are different in nature right now. So it's like really waking up my sense of smell. And I'll just step outside every now and then I'm home. And I'll kind of just be like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, I'm smelling the earth. You know, I'll close my eyes. And yeah. It just smells so good. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, what am I smelling? And it might be the pine tree or the wet bark, you know, or the actual earth, or the flowers that are blooming. So that's really been, most recently, nice. um, just eliciting more of my ability to smell. Mm. Yeah, and take that in. In general, is there an odor in the treatment room that you have a harder time um, <laughs> placing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... Rancid. Mm. And maybe it's because I, you know, I definitely have wood clients, and I have some yeah. that are confirmed, and some that aren't, and you know, definitely. Have. I I struggle with that one. I don't know what it is. Um, I get it, but it just is kind of elusive, more elusive for me yeah. than maybe the others. Yeah. Yeah. Something more subtle. So, mm-hmm. mm. Yeah. How about you, Jeff? I was just going to ask you guys. <laughs> yeah, I want to know. All of them. <laughs> I know, right? I was going to say that. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still, even when we removed the masks in clinic, I felt all of a sudden the odors were far more present. And then it was just far more confusing because you're taking in all of this new information and it's hard to place it. And I do think as you're learning... Even when you get an odor, placing it can be really difficult. I completely agree. I agree too. Mm-hmm. That's that's happened a lot. Yeah. 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 Or you get two orders and it's a little tricky about which one is really the predominant odors mm-hmm. and try to pay attention to when I'm seeing other places where somebody seems out of balance or they're doing something inappropriate, you know, and their response isn't appropriate mm. to, to what they're saying or I'm saying and I try to see. But the thing, just since we're on that subject with, you know, CSOE, and that's another thing I've really learned now that you would ask me, Jay, um, is to whenever I feel myself self striving, I, I unhook really quickly. Mm. I don't even, I just let it go. Mm. And I just shift the whole CSOE. I'm not even looking or yeah. listening or trying to smell. Just okay, let it go because I'm really, tr- I'm just trying too hard, mm-hmm. um, and so I'll just you know talk or feel the pulses and not be trying to focus on that. Mm-hmm. 
because you know I somebody one of our teachers way back who was it I cannot remember now well they said you know Jr. and I'm totally paraphrasing so I could be getting it wrong but they said something like Jr. said when you walk into the room you really like you'll get it there on it right away. I mean, you, you know, really, yeah, there's no first need. first initial. Yes. Yeah, so Marianne does that, too. Yeah, well, maybe she's the one who told me. I don't mm-hmm. know. But, um, so what I started doing is I started just with my first hit, I would quickly write it down. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm meeting somebody for the first time. It might be in the waiting room. When they come in, I'm giving them paperwork. And my first hit, I said, scribble it and then tr- let it go so they don't try to make it true. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And but I just like open my senses, but I think that's what happens. It's like my senses, my nature is meeting your nature, and it just recognizes it. Like you mm-hmm. recognize that's a tree. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the river. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that really happens, and, and probably, I'm say nine times out of ten, that is what it ends up. That's where I end up going. Wow. Yeah, even if I go away from that, I'm like, no, 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 I don't know why. You know, like, I, that's, I think that's where we've been. Mm-hmm. or whatever it might be, and I feel like I'm getting something more strongly. It might be the next treatment, six treatments down, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it totally, maybe it's the odor that finally really got to me a few times in the treatment or something. I'm like, of course. Mm-hmm. And I look back at my note, it's like, oh. It's the first. It's my first yeah. hit when I wasn't thinking mm-hmm. or trying. So it's amazing how much of this medicine is, it is found by taking our own minds out of the equation. Absolutely. Sitting out of our own heads and feeling like that dancing mm-hmm. piece. Yeah. It's like, it is. I know it's so, like, in a way, it's so simple that it's hard. It's that kind of thing. Uh-huh. It's so simple. It's hard. Yeah, we don't. Absolutely. Humans like to be complex. We like mm-hmm. the whys and reasoning and, like, the stories and all that. And mm-hmm. We just can let go of all that. It does become easier. Yeah. But, that's well. We just, I'm working on it. I'll always be working always. on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And some days are easier than others. Definitely. I have a question around throughout your time practicing and in school, mm-hmm. when there are the, I'm making a small assumption here, but <laughs> as we inevitably dip into doubting our, whether it's the five element acupuncture as a whole, I think as five element acupuncture is because it's so niche it can sometimes be a little harder to hold trust in something that's less mm-hmm. broad. Mm-hmm. Um, or whether it's personal doubt or doubt in color, sound, odor, emotion, mm-hmm. whatever it is, how have you bolstered yourself when the doubt does mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. come in? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I'm I have never no, doubted that once. That has never happened. No, no I, I was just, you saw me going, uh huh, uh huh, yeah, I, yeah. I, yes. That's another thing from going back to the question that you asked that has, has definitely changed mm. for me. Um, and I, I definitely had more frequent doubt. And one of the things that has helped me, especially in my beginning years, which I, always encourage people to do as students, um, new practitioners, is just having support mm. of other practitioners, experienced practitioners, and my fellow practitioners that I could turn to and say, like, have you ever seen this? Has this happened to you? Or, you know, I'm just feeling wobbly or whatever it is. Um, and that has been really supportive to hear other people say, oh, yeah, you know, I've been there or here's been my experience or you know, just to listen to me and have some sense of a familiarity with what I'm saying. Um, also, being able to offer up advice and, you know, kind of being able to integrate that has been helpful. Um, and when I fi- found, have found myself, and I'm sure I will again, feeling that way, there's usually, there's something going on in me. Mm-hmm. It's not about the medicine. And yeah. it's not about the client. It might be about our relationship. Mm-hmm. It could definitely be. I mean, I'll, I'll look at that. Like, is there something going on here? Um, am I not seeing something? Are we not, is the rapport not there? Um, you know, why am I feeling wobbly? Is it just with them? Is it across the board? Mm-hmm. It could be a lot of things. But I do look inward and say, what, what is going on for me? And I usually find there's something 
where I'm in some some kind of growth, mm. and I'm feeling there's some kind of growing pains, and some feelings feel unstable mm. at that mm. time. And of course, the thing I'm doing day after day is going to be reflected, where mm. I'm going to feel like, okay, I don't feel like I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> you yeah. know, is it, is this even working? One of um, a fellow practitioner who's I won't who shall go nameless, <laughs> um, but is a teacher at the school, and and she and I um, not too long ago were having tea, and that was coming up for her, and we were talking about it, and and she was saying in her own treatments, feeling like not always feeling like much was happening, and we were just saying you know that happens over time if you're getting treatment regularly and it's 10, 15 years later you're not going to feel it as maybe profoundly as you do in the first few years. Or when you have a block, you tend to feel that more, right? Because it's you're more out of balance, and that really restores your balance. You feel it more. Um, and, you know, just, she, you know, that was helpful for her. I was in a good place, and she wasn't, and we were able to talk about it. And so that, I think, that piece is so important. And also to just recognize this is going to pass. Mm. Like, this is a moment I'm having, I'm having something going on for myself, and just paying attention to that. In the beginning, sometimes I would doubt the medicine, coming from my Western background and being like, well, why can't I do two plus two equals four? Mm. You know, and I want that. I want the <laughs> outcome, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And now I'm like, that has been a huge learning too. Now I'm like, you know what? It is not for me to say. And I learned that a lot. Like it's not, it is not my um, ultimate business about what's going to happen, mm -hmm. right? It's like the practitioner and the patient, right? And and the spirit and the spirits, the spirit of points. We're all coming together, nature, and you know, things happen from there. Mm -hmm. And I've let go of that of like that I'm in some ultimate control. Mm -hmm. So when I I don't know if this happened for you guys, but when I started school, I was like, oh. All my class were, I, I shouldn't speak for them, but from what I remember <laughs> from conversations as we were all sort of like, oh, we're going to be able to like help this person have this experience of what this spirit oh. of the point was saying. And then getting in the clinic and going, oh, <laughs> that's not how this really goes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's an invitation. You're mm -hmm. sort of, you know, almost like making this little opening or portal on the meridian and the siyaf. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that is... The extent of how that happens is going to be different for each person at different times. Mm -hmm. So the art of it, mm -hmm. the timing of it, so many factors are involved. So I've really leaned into the art and the mystery mm -hmm. and letting go of the other parts. Mm -hmm. Does that resonate with you guys as new new practitioners? And or what yeah. would you say? I mean, that was beautifully said. It, I feel like it kind of turned on some light bulbs for me mm. uh, the invitation piece in particular yeah. this is an invitation for their energy or their Tao to mm -hmm. come in this direction and it does seem like you do one point on five different people and it's going to affect them all completely differently some of them are going to have a profound experience some of them are barely going to feel it mm -hmm. absolutely it's such a dance it is a dance mm. how about for you Jake Yeah, I <clears throat> certainly resonate with that sentiment. And as you're describing, there are so many factors in someone's healing and change. Yeah. And as practitioners, you're showing up to be a support on their journey. And I think when our investments can get in the way of what they're looking for their life, it can get a little muddy. And when you can sit in that place of sort of mystery and trust, mm -hmm. I think there's better opportunity for a clearer path to maybe open for them. Mm -hmm. And they're, of course, bringing their own perspective and views on their life. And if you present the spirit of the point to them, it's going to be filtered through their life experiences. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. In a way, how exciting is that? And it's kind of like what you were describing with dance when you uh, kind of coalesce with the music and mm -hmm. the space and the moment and the medium of dance, which is time and all 
of those things come together. Yeah. And there is such a purpose in those moments. Yeah. And that might not always be felt in every treatment from the spirit of the point about purpose. Yes. But mm. there are the occasional um, sort of glimmers that mm -hmm. inspire. Yeah, and are you having that experience? What is it like for you as a student? <laughs> I'm sure it's varied. I want to hear from both of you at that, and then yeah. we can back to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. curious, and I think it'll be helpful. I think as a student, there is a, even more factors at play because mm -hmm. you're in a more dynamic environment. Right. Um, and being a student is tough, and you might not always be able to be your best self on mm -hmm. <laughs> that day, yeah. but you always show up and do the best you can. Yes. Um, so I think... Yes, there have been those little magic moments that have been sprinkled through that mm -hmm. almost create like the credit of trust so that when mm -hmm. the doubt does come in, you can mm -hmm. remember. Exactly. Yeah, I remember, and I've said this to both of you different times, but when I was a student and there were times when I thought I might quit, there were a few times when I thought I really could. Um, and I would read the spirit of the points. And it really, I thought, I can't, I just, I have to do this medicine, mm. just reading the spirit of the points, and that sustained me, that mm. like you're saying, those little, those moments, little pieces mm. that help sustain you, so I hear that, those little glimmers, and it, and it is harder as a student, mm -hmm. I think I've said that to both of you, like, you know, there are things, some things that are a little bit harder when you're on your own at first, because mm -hmm. you're truly, you know, on your own there, but a lot of it is you'll be in your own flow. You're not going to be navigating so many different energies. And I think that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're a little cleaner, you can stay a little more. Um, yeah. In, in the energy that is probably most balanced for you mm -hmm. as a practitioner. Is there any, have you had that, Sam? Have you had the some of those? Yeah, I would say I'm still learning what it means for each person's own nature and their and their own pace yeah. of healing. And I guess, um, how do you both hold a vision for someone without it being murky, like Jay was saying, mm -hmm. while also keeping it clean and also staying unattached? Because I think I do find that as I'm getting to know the medicine more, getting to know the elements more, getting to know my client more, I start to kind of form an understanding like, oh, this is the direction that we're going and this is the direction that you're going and this is how fast you're going. And um, I do feel like holding a vision for someone's healing is still a helpful thing as long as it's unattached. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually curious mm -hmm. if you do that in some way of um, hold a vision, holding a vision for someone's healing. Yeah, I think that I do. And I've, I've literally said to some people when they've told me something that they desire, um, it could be, you know, so many things, but they don't believe it possible. Mm -hmm. And I'll literally tell them, I'm going to hold that for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm in until you're there and I know you're you're gonna get there. Mm -hmm. And that'll be in, you know, your time and in your unique way. And uh, maybe it'll be later today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I'll just drop a little suggestion. Yeah. You know. But yeah. But literally, it could be. And, yeah. But I do, and I feel like I do do that, and it's part of being a yeah. practitioner. But it's not my vision. Like, you guys are making that distinction, which is important. And where you were saying it, get, it can get murky. Yeah. And I, I know I did more of that in the beginning, and I'm not saying I always have it as clean as possible <laughs> <Of> now. <course. laughs> but I, again, intention and work on it. And the more you do it, the, you know, the, the better you're able to do that or yeah. access it um, or catch yourself. When you're not doing it um, but yes it's more like that's not really again the, the listening to hear like where are they at what do they need what do they want what would be the next best thing for them what do they need right now mm -hmm. you know all of that what's going to bring them into a sense of harmony in themselves or well-being mm -hmm. that you know we could describe that in so many ways we could go through all the elements it's just a big conversation really mm -hmm. right and that's what's so fascinating about it there's so much, and there's so it's different for each person. There's mm -hmm. something different 
possibilities. Shows yeah. the importance of a good intake to really <laughs> yeah. ask those questions. Yes. And get clear on yeah. what their vision is for their treatment and also where you come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's and it's an interesting combination of, I find, of, of being in acceptance and compassion and really being with somebody where they are in that moment because you don't want them to feel... And like, well, this is where I think or need for you to be, and this mm-hmm. is what's ideal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this is where you are now, and you know, this is where we are together. And I, you know, truly an acceptance of that because yeah. that alone for somebody can be so healing. Mm-hmm. And how often do people get that? Yeah, just have permission to be yeah, as they are, as they are in that moment. But also, it yeah. sounds like, but holding the possibility of healing. Yes. With that acceptance exactly and the possibility of healing isn't straightforward or clear mm-hmm. maybe it is maybe it isn't for them right. but holding that for them that like oh yeah. yes you can change if you'd like yes exactly and sometimes <laughs> yeah. that's part of the problem is they're going back to doubt mm-hmm. they don't believe they mm-hmm. could pull themselves away from whatever pattern or it's true, and I, and I do just want to say that you may end up with, and I do have had and have clients where, um, you know, I can't really see any change happening years, and I feel like I'm really there, you know, just holding, helping them feel the best they can in themselves, getting them back into balance, maybe sometimes over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's not for me to say that this should be happening at a different rate. Yeah. Absolutely. That's been that was hard for me in the mm-hmm. beginning because I mean, with my own you know self inquiry and work, I'm like, okay, let's go. Change it all today. Which isn't always ideal, but you know, and it's not it's not for us to say what somebody's mm-hmm. pace should be. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Could be hard four sometimes. decades. Yeah, or maybe not ever. Maybe not right. ever, but maybe what they in this however you want to say it, this this life this time in their life. What, what that part of their healing was just to be there with somebody who cared deeply for them, was with them, and, you know, could help them whatever type of coming back into balance you can mm. in that moment. And then you've got people that you're like, wow, you know, they're just taking off and yeah. so much is happening. And, you know, there's mm. a lot of different, as you said, paces and experiences and mm-hmm. how we show up will be different for each person somewhat. Yeah. So. Is that something you feel like you're good at naturally, that sense of being able to chameleon with who you're in front of, or have you worked at it? I, a little of both. <laughs> a little of both. I think that I do have a natural ability, and mm-hmm. I, like, uh, speaking astrologically, I have something in my chart where I'm very, we call it mutable, mm-hmm. and I do have an ability to kind of, like, like each element or person, like if somebody's laughing, you know, they want to connect that way, unless it's like not appropriate, you know, know, or somebody's like, I don't find any of those things really are super challenging for me. Um, I enjoy them and I just kind of, I'm still me, but I just shift slightly with Mm -hmm. each one and it helps me have a sense of them and rapport. And I've never found that hard. Like I don't, I've never felt like, oh, I'm losing myself. Mm-hmm. That's that's never happened. Yeah, um, just I, adjusting. Yeah, just adjusting, like just allowing myself to be a little a little different and open to different people in different ways. And I guess it it has come naturally to me. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> a bit ago, we were talking about spirit of the points. Yeah. And Jay and I wanted to go over a few of the maybe more common or more powerful points with you and sure. just get your your take on them. And if you have any that are inspiring you right now, by all means. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's start with 342, Spirit Soul Gate. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that, so... Again, some teacher that I cannot remember um, <laughs> had said that is like combining 337 and 339 mm. and more so, mm. that it's very potent. So you don't want to use it too early. I never use it early on. Um, and in some of the things I've learned about it, 
I would I use it when I see somebody who um, is kind of stuck like over and over, like they're just not getting out of a certain stuck place they might be lacking mm. a deeper direction mm. for themselves um, and other things like amersia is we're not really getting there or it's not maybe holding something like that then that those are sometimes I might use it but there's definitely a, a, it's very potent um, on the spirit mm -hmm. and it can really help somebody um, have access to that part of themselves again in a way that does give them like more movement and direction that's mm -hmm. sort of the main way that I've used it um, and there's something else about that that's going to say oh and I also think about the gate because I also mm -hmm. remember hearing like maybe the door you think about maybe soul door like the door is open but the gate isn't. And I remember in my mind hearing that and thinking, it seems backwards. Like the gate, and then you go on. But then I was like, oh no, like you're leaving a place you've been confined in or trapped or, you know, kind of stuck. Mm. So you go out that door. I mean, that's one, that's another way of looking at it. There's different ways. Sure. But when I flipped that, like you go out that door and then you're in the yard and you're starting, but the gate isn't like, Okay. Yeah. And now we're now okay. Now we're like in a whole other neighborhood. Mm -hmm. This is kind of cool. So it's like helping someone step out of a certain safe space back onto their path. Well, I don't even know. Like, I guess you could say safe. Maybe you would say safe in terms of known. Mm -hmm. Right. Known. That always feels safe. That's better. Yeah. And comfortable. Um, but maybe not overly. Like it's almost like they're not fully like they're not accessing like more deeply like fully who they are yeah. and fully their their spirit mm -hmm. and maybe their mandate even like what are you what what are you here for mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah. that's kind of more how i think of um 342 love that yeah, yeah. Hmm. i also love spirit of the points it's also what anchors mm -hmm. me to this medicine 100 yeah. 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 yeah 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 i know what about well, we have a couple. I'm curious <laughs> if that? talking about that inspired you to share about any points that you particularly enjoy. Well, okay. <laughs> but if not, we have choices for you. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why don't we do, and then if anything comes okay. up, because it's okay. just like, there's so many. Let's do Gate of Hope. Gate of Hope. Okay. So, number 14. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, that point, it's interesting. You know, so much of it is right in the name. Mm -hmm. And there's a little bit, I don't know, maybe I'd get dinged for this, a little quality of like spirit burial ground. Yeah, right? for sure. Because there's a resignation and, you know, but it's not spirit, just to compare in my understanding, spirit burial ground is, you know, even deeper. Mm. You know, it's like you're really like there's you're looking and so there's no spark. There's not the light. Um, there just is like it's almost like the spirit's gone into hiding. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's there, but there just really isn't any access. So with and you and you can't heal really if you don't have access to your spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. We want it as fully there as possible. So with gate of hope, there is resignation, I would say, and sort of being in darkness a lack of vision, which obviously the world really needs yeah. vision for their future, um, you know, a lack of vitality and definitely depletion. Mm. Um, and so I always think of like that, that gate is opening up. It's almost, and I remember literally being told this as well, that it is the closest to a window of the sky point for wood. Sia mm -hmm. is that particular point. So they can start mm -hmm. to have some vision for themselves and start to feel more of that sparkle um, and more of, of getting the hope. Mm -hmm. Then I think, you know, you reconnect that, whether it's that point or in a deeper way with the spirit block of spirit burial ground. And then I also think, okay, I've got that little spark going. Now I need to like fan the flame, that spark a little. Mm -hmm. Like we have to keep that going so it grows and expands and that it's more, they're inhabiting and experiencing that more fully. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. does that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. We knew we should ask you mm-hmm. that. <laughs> one of my favorite parts about that point is yeah. it has the uh, radical for the moon and the word hope. Ooh. And so <clears throat> it's sort of what you were describing of yeah. kind of bringing light into mm-hmm. the dark. Yes. So you can yeah. kind of see your way through the what was mm-hmm. once a dark forest and path and then right. suddenly it's lit mm-hmm. by the silver light that. of the moon and makes a little more sense. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Mm. Yeah. How about welcome fragrance ten twenty? Oh yeah. Well so welcome fragrance um love that point it's kind of it's just a beautiful name i feel like that's mm-hmm. what you were asking me about what i feel like that's happening mm-hmm. right now yeah that, you're yeah. welcoming fragrance so i think of like something about with that just like you would think of maybe for metal like um a letting go mm-hmm. in order to receive so it's like receiving something new Mm-hmm. Um, is how I think of welcome fragrance, and also if that's if it's needed to let go of something first, mm-hmm. sort of clearing mm-hmm. something out. Yeah. Like even thinking about where this is, like you're, and it does. We don't do symptoms, but on you know can help with sinuses. It's in that area. Mm-hmm. So think about cleaning out your sinuses, cleaning out the gunk, and the sinuses are related. They're part of the respiratory system, so it's part of the lungs, and you think about just clearing that out so you can really take in mm-hmm. newness and richness and beauty. Mm. That's how I mm-hmm. think of that point. I never thought about it as a, a letting go point, but I, it is on the colon. It is, yeah. right? And if you're going to take yeah. in, you mm-hmm. do yeah. have to, you have to make it space. applies to let go. Yeah. Make space and breathe in yeah. something new. Yeah. Cleanse that out. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they can't see, but I'm talking with we my hands video. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, you think I was part Italian. Or I don't know. Or like a performer, but yeah. Dance, you know, I guess the dance. Yeah. yeah. A performer. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's choose one more. Um, GV4. Mm. Oh, Gate of Life. Um, oh, that's a juicy point. Yeah. That's a juicy point. I, okay, I'm going to tell you, and then I want to know if you guys if you guys have used it. Um, so, and then I'm going to can I tell you I'm going to tell you what one of my clients used so that recently <laughs> yeah, because great. I was we like this know. is so great. <laughs> so I will say I, that's I don't know if this is any kind of a rule, but I also do not use that early on uh-huh. um, because I I do want somebody to have and also with 342 like a sense of stability first or just like building them on their CF and then if I'm not getting there. That might be something that I'm using. Also, making sure there aren't other blocks of why, mm. with these stronger points, why am I seeing something that, you know, I just feel like their spirit isn't really coming mm. completely on board or something doesn't seem to be coming to balance and I'm, I'm building on their CF. So I go back to those basics, right? Am I missing a block? Mm-hmm. Am I missing possession? Did I really get it? You should I do that again? Did, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. am I missing some block on the pulses? Am I on the CF? I really... Mm. Just to bring that in, I do go back to that a lot when I, all the time, if I see something like, hmm, why is, didn't I have a good change, or why is hmm. something not progressing? Yeah, going through the kind yeah, of... Yeah, it's just like very foundational and very important, yeah. you know, it's am I getting all the the things we need to get? It's very nursey. Yeah, it's very nursey. It's <laughs> like, oh, like, my okay. checklist. <laughs> like, do, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it is important, you yeah, know, absolutely. like, and my nurse yeah. in me loves it. Like, okay, check. <laughs> check. Okay. <laughs> So, um, so let's see, I, if I've done those things, I've been building, and I just feel like, like there's just some engagement with life that isn't happening. You just feel like they're showing up, they're doing okay, Hmm. you know, there's a little, occasionally, maybe a little something nice here and there, but it's almost like their senses aren't engaged in life. Hmm. They're like that kind of, like, there's no place where they're getting like that that childlike curiosity and wonder that makes them feel like that giddy yumminess inside, mm-hmm. you know? There's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, and, and also, you know, might see, again, some definitely lack of vitality, lack of spark, more of that. But it, for me, it's almost like sensory. Mm-hmm. Like they're just not like where, life is a sensory experience as human beings, right? Mm-hmm. 
I have nothing else to compare it to, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, that's, the, I think about that, and if I don't see that, I'm like, okay, other things aren't getting there. I'll do that. So I have a client, I just want to, as an example, and, um, you know, I could definitely see change and building. She's an RCF, um, and just always that way, always coming in, and things are just never... You know, I'm doing all these good, like, filling points and processing and moving and, you know, connecting, you know, like, Stellar 23 and and just not that much. And I, I was like, I, you know, this is what I'm doing. I did GB4. She literally texted me the next day and was like, I don't know what you did, but my appetite came back. Like, she was, like, she would say to me, not all the time, but frequently, like, I just don't, nothing is really, like, literally, nothing is, like, I don't really care what I eat. Mm. I'm like, huh. You know, I've done other points thinking maybe that'll help. Yeah. And she was like, I cooked and I got my calligraphy out and oh. I'm like cleared out my art space. And I was like, oh, okay. That was to me like, whoa, that really did something for mm. her. Yeah. That really brought something online for her that um, mm. got her back in touch with something that was missing. Mm. It was really cool. Wow. That's yeah. so cool. And it's so cute because, uh, you know, clients are like, can you do that uh, all the time? And, I, and I'll just will always be like, sure. Because you know? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, because yeah, that was really cute. But, mm. yeah. So that's, wow. that that is a bit of how I would say. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. Like with that, yeah. Mm. Well, these points are, I mean, like your own. So have you had anything... Like with that point or any other points, I'm curious. we could have a long conversation. Yeah, I, I want to know. I do have a small. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's it. another RCF, and mm. um, I they were kind of describing the feeling kind of leaky. Yeah. And yeah. also physically, like they felt like they weren't able to hold in water, uh, and I yeah. did broken bowl on them, and all of a sudden, for the first time in like a month, their lips weren't chapped after doing that point. So it's a really practical, you know, it wasn't quite gate of destiny, but it was just, or gate of life, but it was just like, oh, now I can hold on to things. Now I feel contained again. And it showed up very physically, as well as the emotional aspects of it. Beautiful. Yeah. And and I can even think on it, like, here's my nurse again, on a physiological, like, You know, you think about an earth, and, and often their, their mouths can be kind of open a little bit, like we're, you know, taking in, in a way, in that way. And um, I remember when I first heard that, every time I'd be in class, I'd be like, keeping your I mouth closed. I don't do that. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and so, oh, I just outed myself. Um, <laughs> I don't care. Um, but that, you know... I've been thinking, well, if they feel more, like, contained and they've, they've got inside of them, maybe they're, like, your lips are going to be chapped if you're licking them all the time and your mouth is open. Maybe they weren't doing that. I don't yeah. know. It's like these, these kind of things. I think that's about the medicine that I love is the curiosity. Like, mm. well, maybe that's not it at all, but it's interesting to think about different possibilities. Yeah. For somebody, it probably is. It is, mm-hmm. yeah, for somebody. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's and so individual. And how fun that we can never fully understand. Yeah, there's always that little bit of mystery. Totally. That is such a great point. Like, the mystery makes it so rich. Yeah. I love letting it be a mystery. Yeah. And just kind of playing with it. And yeah. Yeah. Like, when you needle someone and they're like, oh, I just got a zing all the way up my arm to my other ear. And you're just like, I have no idea why, (laughs) but I'm not surprised. (laughs) No. Maybe you know why. Do you know why? Not usually. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I'll be like, oh, it seemed like it followed a meridian. Uh-huh. Or maybe it jumped to the, you know, the paired meridian. Yeah. But other times I'm just like, I just go, wow, that's great. Maybe there's <laughs> just know? a little stuckness that... <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I don't know what it is, but we like it. Yeah. 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 We do make up different yeah. things. But yeah, it doesn't... Like you said, we don't have to know. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as they're feeling better and doing better and think everything is, you know some moving forward and sometimes you don't see it in the treatment room mm-hmm. it's ideal when we do obviously um, but it isn't always that way but as long as you're you're seeing a cha- positive change in CSOE you're feeling a positive change on the pulses mm-hmm. and you send them on their way 
sometimes they'll come back and tell you different things that happened, mm-hmm. right? Have you guys had that experience? But maybe they didn't feel it in the moment. Mm-hmm. Or some people always feel it right in the moment. Yeah. It's just different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Totally. Or different times, different treatments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, yes, we are nearing the end of the interview. Oh, I love um, talking to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we need a carry 2.0 interview, I think. <laughs> we can turn this off yeah. and just chat. Thank Go you ahead. so much for being here today. Um, if, you know, I do have a question, and maybe it'll be the last question, unless I don't want to hopefully dive too deep into a rabbit hole. Yeah. But I know in your personal practice, you really lean into the kind of counseling aspect of mm-hmm. five elements. How do you feel like that has helped inform the spirit of the points for you by spending more time really connecting in that initial piece? Yeah, I mean, I could say two different things. It, it, it definitely has. And it, I could also say maybe it sometimes confuses things. Mm. I have to make sure I'm, you know, um, ultimately getting the clarity I need to do the treatment. Mm. Um, I know some practitioners that are, you know, don't do that at all. And, um, you know, you could maybe say the opposite too. Are they getting everything they need to do the treatment? And also maybe they're more clear at times because they're not going down certain, as you just said, rabbit holes or something, <laughs> you know? Um, uh, I, but it is a part that I really enjoy doing. Yeah. And I've had a lot of people tell me that, you know, that they've it, it's been very important for them or they don't feel like they need a therapist. And I will just say I do um, often refer for different things. Like I think that's important as a practitioner that you know when it's time to refer, Mm -hmm. whether it's to a therapist, to a doctor, to a different type of practitioner. Um, I just feel like that's super important. Um, And I, you know, I've had people say, oh, I feel like I don't need the treatment. I could go now, Um, which is really lovely. We're still going to do the treatment. (laughs) um, So... I would say more often than not, it's helpful mm-hmm. because I, I get in a little deeper to get more of a, a maybe a clear sense of what's mm-hmm. at the bottom of something, yeah. um, what's maybe been there for a while mm-hmm. that would be um, helpful to address. Mm-hmm. Because you know how often people come in, I'm good. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, like, things are good. You know, things are good. They always, I'm okay, I'm good. Uh-huh. And then it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the next thing you know, like, they're crying or everything's tumbling <laughs> you know, or whatever, yeah. which is so like, I, you know, it's so sweet. And, um, and sometimes things are good. It's not that, you know, that's always not true, but a lot of times it's just, we're programmed and conditioned to say that. And it's like, generally there's at least something that feels out of balance. So let's mm-hmm. figure out what that is so I can help you, mm-hmm. you know, or there may be a multitude of things, but I love that part. Cause I love getting to know people. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what keeps me in this medicine. Yeah, is, it keeps you inspired. Yeah, it keeps me inspired is each mm-hmm. person. Like, and I just, and I love seeing people's, what, how their path unfolds and what comes up for them and what, you know, different times in their lives. I just, like, I could not be tickled more than by that. Like, mm-hmm. getting, like, being blessed to be able to um, go on that journey with people, honestly. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. And that's what keeps me coming back every day mm-hmm. is, is really that. Mm-hmm. It's not even, that's not what I'm doing. It's like, what is this person up to? <laughs> like, who are they? Yeah. And I can't wait to find out. And how can I be of assistance? And how can we work together mm-hmm. to, you know, make their life into more of what is going to be best for them? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's for them to say, you know, not, not for me yeah. to say. I can shed light on or ask questions or sometimes offer up something useful around that, um, but it's still ultimately for them to say what that is. Mm-hmm. And I do, you know, I would do my best to help them. Mm-hmm. It's very clear that you have found your right place in this world. And oh, what, a, what a gift to be able to do what you love so much every single day and, and help other people. I really feel that way so much. Mm-hmm. I really like every day, even the days where I get up and I'm like, Exhausted, and I know when I get, you know, there might be something going on for me that it's hard. But as soon as I'm there with my friend, it's like everything changed. Yeah, and I'm in a different space, and I feel better in myself. Mm-hmm. 
and I've just given myself five treatments, you know. Wow. That doesn't mean my stuff that whatever is, you know, but you really do. Yeah. You're getting to benefit from it as well mm-hmm. because you have to, you guys already know this, I'm sure, you have to shift into a place where you can be with that person. So I have to leave whatever's going on for me outside. Yeah. Yeah. I can't probably do that 100%. You know, that's we, we do our best, yeah. but as best I can. Mm-hmm. Right? And you get better at that as you go along. Mm. Right? So you can just be there. And then in the day, you're like, I don't even know what the problem was this morning. I feel <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. like, that happens a lot. <laughs> so, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. What a lovely, inspirational end is remembering that beauty of how many benefit including ourselves along this path i do yeah Yeah. so lovely to talk with you guys great talking with you thanks so much for joining us absolutely my pleasure yeah Yeah. thank you you're welcome